And now, our feature presentation. Hello everybody, welcome to the episode of Cinema Shot. I am your host Ben, aka The Marvelous Iggy, and joining me is the man, the myth, the legendary Super Saiyan himself, Tyler! I am no legendary Super Saiyan, I am the devil. Oh my god, he's so goddamn cool! I, I, can't, I don't I know if you caught it on the audio. I would cut it out a little bit, but I hope in the uh, in the in the final version you put the cut in the actual audio. Um, I will. Okay, thank you. That was great. Okay, so everybody, it is time. It is time. It is Vader time. We're finally here. One of the possibly the most anticipated movies uh, of this Brock Brock this block we're doing. Which is the Drac- Brock Lesnar? Yeah, the block, the blockchain, the Brock chain, the Broly chain. Would that would be would crypto be called that in the Dragon Ball Z universe? The Broly chain. Um, <laughs> uh, we are covering Dragon Ball Z Broly Legendary Super Saiyan. Uh, let's break it down before we break it down. Uh, this was directed by. First off, Tyler, do you want to say its Japanese theme first? Uh, its Japanese title is Burn Up. A red hot raging super fierce fight. It's a really long, really long title, um, and uh, so yeah, this is directed by uh, Shigeyasu Yamauchi. Screenplay by Taoko Koyama, uh, and of course, it was re- it was released in March sixth, nineteen ninety three, with a runtime of seventy two minutes, the longest one we've done so far. And our voice cast of today is Goku as Shan Shan uh, as Goku, uh, Stefan Adoni as Gohan, as well as Baby Goku. Um, Christopher Sabat as Piccolo, surprisingly. Um, Krillin, as, uh, Sonny Strait as Krillin. Uh, Eric Vale as, as Trunks. And of course, Christopher Sabat. I wish they would just group all of them together if it's the same voice actor, uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, right. Uh, Christopher Sabat as Vegeta. Uh, Vic Mon- uh, Vic Mignana. Vic Mignana. We're not gonna get into it here. We just, just know, I think Todd and I agree this guy's a piece of shit. But Vic Mignana yes. as Broly. Um, Damon Clark, Damien Clark as Paragus, Tiffany Vollmer as Balma, uh, Stephanie Dillon as Baby Trunks, Mike McFarland as Master Roshi, Cynthia Kranz as Chi Chi, Brad Jackson as Oolong, um, Cynthia Kranz as Balma's mother, Chris Forbes as Dr. Brief, uh, Amber Colton as Shamo, and John Bergmeier as, uh, Shamo's grandfather, uh, Kent Williams as the, uh, weird octopus scientist, Sean Michael <laughs> Teague as Moa, Christopher Sabat as King Vegeta, uh, Sean Chen as King Kai, of course. Wow, Sabat was Bubbles as well, really. And of yeah, course, he was the monkey. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that was Sabat though. Uh, and Kyle, wow, they, uh, and Kyle Herbert is our narrator. So obviously, I feel like out of all the rumors, out of all the speculation, this was the, next to Cooler. This is the one everybody talked about that we never saw. Yeah, this is. This is the big movie that uh, we we pretty much never see until it was actually released in dub. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen it in video games. We've seen it in like other popular media. But uh, this movie is pretty much the uh, pinnacle Dragon Ball Z experience, uh, for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember my first instance of hearing about, not necessarily the movie, but Broly, was in Dragon Ball Final Bout. We had a early Japanese copy that we played at, at home. My dad brought home. And we're like, wait, who's this green guy? Wait, who? 
Goku, did you get a haircut not knowing that was Gohan as an adult, as a as a teenager? Um, knowing that game, uh, you wouldn't be surprised that there are so many fucking Gokus. Exactly, <laughs> fucking yeah, exa- exactly. And then of course, there's like Broly is in that game as one of the boss characters, I think. Um, or maybe I'm uh, no, he's not in that game. Oh, that's he's... actually going to be a Super Grade Eight Baby. Okay, that's who I'm thinking of. Never mind, I was wrong. But um, I do remember the same friend who I brought up before. Uh, who had Dragon Ball, kept talking about, you know, Broly, oh, you don't know this man, this, this, this thing, Broly, it's, 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 he's stronger than, let's see, at the time we were watching, he's strong, he's like, the comparison would have been Frieza, because the Cell stuff really hadn't kicked off yet. Yeah. Um, and like, and even, and like, Broly is, this, at least this version of Broly is kind of canon, because, uh, I can't remember where it's first uttered, but we are told of the legendary Super Saiyan, early on. Uh, it's it's more of just the legend of the Super Saiyan, uh, which uh, happened to be Goku at the time, and then all these other Saiyans uh, became the Super Saiyan form during the Android arc. The legendary Super Saiyan, it's its own thing. That's uh, only in this movie, as far as I'm aware, anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> in, in in the new established um, canon that Dragon Ball Super is established. This legendary Super Saiyan isn't really a thing. Oh. It's more of a berserker state more than anything. I get it. Okay, because I could have sworn maybe it was Vegeta and like on like during the Namek saga talking about the legendary Super Saiyan and like the maybe not Broly itself specifically, but just that idea of this. It was more about the idea of the Super Saiyan um, than say this character Broly but where did you first hear of Broly and what were your thoughts when you first saw it when you were a kid if you can remember all right so my earliest memory of Broly actually extends to uh, when I was first getting the Dragon Ball Z uh, I was looking up stuff on the newfound internet uh, there was a Dragon Ball Z fan site I forgot exactly what it was called but I remember looking up stuff uh, all the time on that site and uh, one of the things I saw was this movie, Broly, the Legendary Super Saiyan, which I hadn't seen at that point. Just seeing screenshots of all the Z-Fires being overwhelmed by this big hulking monster. And uh, it wasn't until 2004 when I got Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3 on the PlayStation 2, where Broly is pretty much predominantly uh, center stage in that game as a playable character. And that was my first exposure to him. And then I actually got the movie on VHS a year later, and uh, it's pretty much history from there. Yeah, I, and I'm pretty sure I saw this at that same friend's house as well, too. Um, and, and it left such... Broly, without getting too much of this character like in the movie, Broly has left arguably... Next, probably, the, I would say even more than cooler... Broly has left an, un- an impressionable stamp on the Dragon Ball Z fans that will never go away. People oh, love yeah. this guy. He- yeah, he basically sets a precedent for um, what Dragon Ball Z is to be from here on out. And and it pretty much shows where he's pretty much just shown predominantly in every piece of Dragon Ball media that you could possibly imagine. Video games. Uh, they even reestablish his uh, character in uh, Kale in Dragon Ball Super. Exactly, yeah, um, and I, I remember even, like, well, I actually can't wait to watch Super Broly, because I hear great things about it, um, I actually hear great oh, yeah. things about all the Super movies, but, 
um, minus the show. <laughs> um, but yeah. um, I remember like the hype. Oh, wait, they're doing Broly, and like obviously the, the Super movies are canon. I think, um, or are they? I don't even know. They are okay. Um, and like I was, I even got like I haven't heard that name in a while. But the idea of them doing Broly again, like that was crazy. Even though he's a vastly different character, um, his design is just crazy. But let's let's let's. Let's, no more nostalgia. Let's just say Broly has def. In terms of like characters, we talked about Cooler, Bardock. Um, give me another one. Turles, maybe. <laughs> um, like we have seen Android some, thirteen. Android thirteen. We've seen some villains here who have come and gone, and you know don't really stick around. But uh, obviously, with both Cooler, his original version, and uh, and uh, Broly himself, they have definitely stood the test of time among Dragon Ball Pantheons. There's a reason why they were... De- I think they were both in that first wave of DLC for, for Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, if I remember Yeah, they correct. were. I mean, what better way to get a Dragon Ball fan to buy uh, the DLC? We're going to put Broly and um, and Cooler in the same DLC pack. Very smart. So, uh, we the pretty much story starts off where King Kai is detecting something from the South Galaxy, which I forgot. It was divided up into four conjurates, and you had the, the four different Kais, which I always love that idea. Yeah, um, there is a bit of a filler arc uh, after the Cell Saga where they establish um, all four of the Oh, Kais, so good. Uh, I love that arc. It's so good. Yeah, it. we'll talk more about that when we get to Fusion Reborn. Yeah. Because they are uh, featured in there. Sick. I didn't know that. I've never seen that one. Um... Uh, so, and basically, like, he detects, like, this power, and I, does he, correct me if I'm wrong, he, does he, the call it, it's the legendary Super Saiyan, or is it just a tremendous power that could destroy our galaxy? Uh, basically what happens is, uh, in the beginning of the movie, South Galaxy is completely destroyed by a Super Saiyan, according to the narrator. Okay. So we don't know what it is, we just know it's a Super Saiyan, um, and of course Super Saiyans are rare, are relatively new at this point. Um, we've had, we've only had one since, what, the past two movies? Three movies? Yeah, three movies. Um, and, uh, so, it, and then we kind of, like, the first half of the movie is, like, really lighthearted because you have, on the one hand, you have Goku and Chi-Chi who are waiting in this long-ass line to, uh, basically have a, I guess, audition, interview, interview is what I'm thinking of, uh, to get Gohan into school. Goku is just, like, being a complete complainer, like, I don't want to be in the suit, I just... I just want to go fight. I don't. Why am I here? Go on. I love. I love this little sequence because it just shows just how uninterested Goku is in all this shit. Yeah, he's just like I don't. There's a there's a point where Chi Chi is pretty much just going uh, what they're gonna say, yeah. and Goku's just all like, "Oh, I see. This interview is some sort of a lying contest, oh, it's isn't it?" So great. I love. I love when Goku's like, "I get it now." It's like, no. Oh, it's it's that meme. Oh, I see. I totally understand now. It doesn't understand anything exactly. <laughs> it's that meme all over. It's really lighthearted though. And the meanwhile, Goku mentions that the, his friends are having a karaoke machine, and why? Why? Who thought it was a good idea to have Krillin sing that long? Um, Jesus Christ. So, they're having a picnic. Everybody's there. Trunks, Vegeta, Oolong. Everybody's there. With the exception of, like, Tien, Yamcha, Poir, you know, those people. Because they don't, they don't get invited. I, are they dead? No, they're alive. They're fine. Um, it's just, I guess it's a family, clo- family and close, close friends. Um, damn, Yamcha. Uh, but they're all there. And <laughs> shortly after... Uh, a spaceship drops down while Krillin is still singing, mind you. Um, and 
And and basically, hey man, this is his moment. He's not gonna let Space Invaders ruin it. It's just like I kept waiting for Vegeta to blast the box, and it never happened. I'm like, that's the biggest. Like, come on, man, because Vegeta, you could tell, was actively getting annoyed about it, and I was too. I'm like, oh my god, stop singing, <laughs> you're awful. Roshi's drunk off his ass. It's it's a very very fun scene. Uh, until the spaceship lands, and then basically we learn, like, holy shit, there's another fucking Saiyan out there. Um, and, uh, I, this is, uh, Pragus? Pragus? Paragus. Paragus, thank Named you. Named after Asparagus. Okay, wow. I was thinking a Greek name. I kept thinking, oh man, it must be like, like, he must be named after Jason the Argonauts. No, it's, it's a fucking vegetable. God damn you, Toriyama. stupid? Uh, God damn it, <laughs> Toriyama. Um, so... And basically tells Vegeta about the legendary Super Saiyan. It's a thing, and that we've uh, as well as a as well as a new plant that they found called New Vegeta, which yeah. he can rule over. Exactly, um, you know, de- de- delivering to his ego and stuff like that. So Vegeta, being who he is, like, all right, I'll go, I'll go kick this legendary Super Saiyan's ass and be your new ruler and reclaim my rightful uh, heir to the throne. And of course, uh, that leaves pretty much uh, Gohan. Trunks, Krillin, and for some reason Oolong and and Master well, Master Roshi was drunk, so that's why he got accidentally thrown in there. Uh, they all get on the ship. Uh, Trunks actually barely makes it in, um, and they pretty much go off to this to New Vegeta uh, all over again. Um, meanwhile, Goku is stuck in the interview. He's just like, mm, I want to go, I want to go fish or something, you know. Just and King Kai contacts him, and he's like. You know, um, talking out loud, which I kept thinking, are are they hearing him talk? Like, because he's not thinking. He's actively talking out loud. Um, In the abridged version, they think that he's talking to God, uh, which he technically is. Technically, yeah, not wrong. Kami-sama. Um, uh, well, that would be Kami himself, but wow, I did not. Okay, Gods I, are weird in Dragon Ball. Yeah, what's the hierarchy? I need to know. What's the power level? Anyways... Um, and basically tells him about the threat that's happening, so Goku just like, alright, I've had enough of this facade, bye Chi-Chi, I'm sorry, I love you, but like, I gotta go take care of this problem. Um, and, you know, it's like, is your husband the stage magician? Which, you know, um, she's like, my husband likes sports and reading, which I'm like, oh Chi-Chi, you know what you got yourself into when you married this, this caveman. Um, <laughs> and, and so, um... Basically, King Kai tells him about what's going on and how it's going to, you know, basically, you know, and, and he transports himself uh, to the uh, planet, which would be in, in, which would be New Vegeta. And there we meet New Vegeta. It looks actually it looks pretty, from the initial view, actually it looks really nice. There's greenery. There's, there's, there's a whole. The actual castle part looks nice. The rest of it looks run down and shitty. Exactly. Um, and there's a reason for that. And then there we meet him uh broly which by the way trunks calls broly a toothpick and i keep looking at broly i'm like that's a toothpick to what well i mean he's tall but he doesn't look very threatening at first in fact he looks incredibly nonchalant like look at his face look at that okay okay that's fine call him nonchalant don't call him a toothpick that muscle mass is not a toothpick okay he may be looking weak but that's that's muscle definition that man does his curls um, so, uh, we, we are introduced to, uh, Broly, uh, which is, uh, I keep trying not to pronounce his name, um, Paragus' son, and basically he tells v- Vegeta, like, 
but we think the legendary Super Saiyan is over here, and Broly will go and accompany you. Um, and so I'm gonna try to speed it up a little bit. So this is where the plan, the like the plot of the movie really comes through. Um, through flashbacks, uh, and I'm gonna go a little bit out of order here, guys, to just to get into it. So through That's flash fine. flashbacks, we learn that Broly is not what we think he is. Uh, that in fact Broly is. This out of to quote the great Tony Stark, an out of control green rage monster who uh, his father cannot yeah. stop. Um, and, and in fact, uh, when you first meet Paragus, you notice he has like a, his eye is missing. That's because uh, Broly himself took it out, mani- mani- uh, laughing maniacally, and you'll get used to that. Um, yep. And uh, pretty much uh, had this device constructed by this by this alien to control Broly, to control his outbursts. And uh, in fact, we uh, eventually later on learn that Broly, when he was born, had a power level of ten thousand. Which, of course, power levels are bullshit. Um, yep. <laughs> but but um, uh, and in fact, him and Goku were born on the same day. And the whole meme of like, oh my god, he like, listen, have you ever been listen? Anybody who says a crying, constantly crying baby won't get you mad has never worked retail the day in their goddamn lives. I'm telling you this. <laughs> um, I understand Broly's pain. That shit's annoying. I understand the baby can't help it. That don't mean I gotta like it. Uh, so, um, but we basically learned that, um, uh, uh. Yeah, after King- Goku shows up and, uh, he comes toe-to-toe with Broly, something within Broly kind of snaps. Yeah. It's, and, uh, he goes further and further away from Paragus's control. Pretty much. Like, he start. it becomes like this stare-down, and, and con- it's Broly just like, and just constantly growling. It's like he's trying to transform into the Hulk, but it's like, it, he's not going to do it. Um... Uh, he's just like, uh, this device, I don't even, it, it like, it, I can't tell, I could tell if, honestly, if it was a device that was working, or if it was, um, Broly's just like, okay, come chill, buddy, but even when Broly's alone, he's still thinking of Goku, and he's, like, festering with anger, um, you know, it's, it's really something, uh, and he, he, he glows kind of greenish, uh, so the, there's something to it, but, like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know if you were, if, like, maybe you watched this for the first time, and you don't know who Broly is, like, well, is this, the, is this it? Is this the guy? Um, and so, uh, after a little while, we learn that, uh, the reason why, uh, Pragus, Pragus, Pragus the Wise, uh, <laughs> uh, Paragus the Wise, uh, we learn why he's brought, um, them all here, well, mostly Vegeta, the others are just kind of like, eh, happenstance, um, is that there's this comet that's coming by. Oh, do well, you remember the specific name of the comet? Um, I don't want to say... Comet Gamori. Comet Gamori. And so, uh, as we noted, Broly's powerful, and Broly is ridiculously strong, and uh, Paragus had a difficult time controlling his son. Uh, Broly has a bloodlust like you wouldn't fucking believe. Like, it's bad. Uh, so... Yeah, his massive energy spike pretty much just drove him to the brink of insanity at this point. Yeah. And as soon as he sees Goku, he pretty much unleashes it all at once. Yeah, in fact... But we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah, and in fact, uh, in the flashbacks, it's revealed that Vegeta... Of course they're gonna let King Vegeta know about, like, Hey, this kid was born with over 10,000 of a power level, so King Vegeta is like, Well, that's the legendary Super Saiyan. There's no other explanation, so they actually ordered the kid to be killed and you actually see i mean you don't see it but in shadow you see the the saiyan stab him with a knife 
Like, cold-blooded... Yeah, it's brutal. Like, she... Like, I don't remember that. Uh, maybe they didn't have it in the version I watched when I was younger. Yeah, in the edited version that I had, they pretty much cut that part okay. out. It just showed the knife, and then it cut to Broly and Paragus in the trash compactor. Okay, yeah, no, here, like, you see the knife go in, Broly goes side, like, oh my... Like, uh, and of course... <sighs> Broly is literally the meme to man is too angry to die. Literally, the meme was born because of Broly. Uh, yep, because on the exact same day, Frieza decided to blow up uh, planet Vegeta, and um, they were able to escape the explosion because of Broly's massive power. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and then from there, and this isn't, we'll, we'll reveal, I guess, what the twist is later for why what it, uh, Paragus has plans for the comet as well, uh, and it concerns Broly. But um, how did you uh, how did you feel about the whole slow build up to like eventually Goku just says like, "Hey Vegeta, you're looking for legendary Super Saiyan, right behind you, buddy." Yeah, man, he's right there. I'm gonna smile the entire way. Is that a GBC but, yeah. bridge thing? No, that's just how that's just how he is in the actual movie. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, uh, I really do like the first half of this movie. It's pretty much just Dragon Ball at its peak. Uh, it has the comedic moments. It has the slow buildup introducing the new characters in Paragus and Broly. Yeah. And uh, it pretty much just introduces the stakes. Yeah. Uh, we learn pretty early on about uh, Paragus's uh, vendetta against Vegeta and mm-hmm. how he plans to have him destroyed via plant destruction uh, with collision of the comet. So... Yeah, I do like the build-up, but the actual climax is kind of where I have problems with it, and we'll definitely get into it. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, and, yeah, after that, like, after we learn about the comment, after we learn about the fact, like, the Paragus is, uh, has a vendetta against Vegeta, um, that's when pretty much it's it's on, and Broly pretty much unleashes um, and becomes the the basically the big hulking, scary looking monster that's gonna grab you and eat you. Um, and and pretty much the last god thirty minutes is one gigantic fight uh, fight sequence. Yep. Um. So I honestly thought, in terms of, I will say it was effective and most effective in that. I thought they made they did a great job of making Broly feel terrifying. Yeah, he's definitely imposing from his uh, legendary Super Saiyan design, and even in his previous Super Saiyan form, which doesn't really look like a Super Saiyan, it's more like just him with purple hair, which yeah. is kind of neat, I guess. Uh, they do a pretty good job of making Broly seem otherworldly and threatening uh, compared to the other Saiyans, at the very least. And once he goes into the legendary Super Saiyan state, which we all know as the big muscle-bound monster, uh, that's when things um, start to look incredibly dire for our hero. Yeah. Because it, they stand no chance. No, and, and, okay, this leads into my favorite aspect of this movie, is Vegeta. Because, so, it, it kind this is kind of a Vegeta movie in a way, because, like, he has definitely more to chew on here, because, like, hey, he has a new planet, he has people to lead again, and he has a goal to defeat the legendary Super Saiyan, but, and this is, and I, and I love this moment, I'll never forget it, especially seeing it for the first time, because you never see it again, because it's, like, the most he gets is when he kills himself to, to save his son, and even then that didn't work, um, 
when when Broly reveals who he actually is, and you feel the and they feel the power that's coming from mostly Vegeta does. Vegeta and Vegeta is I'm the most prideful motherfucker here. I'm the prince of all Saiyans. Motherfucker crumbles like like a like a like a house of cards. Like he's sh- he, Broly hasn't thrown a punch. Broly hasn't done anything. He's just there, and Vegeta just wilts. Yeah, Vegeta is pretty much just completely defeated at this point. Like, the only other time I can recall him being like this was uh, when Frieza transformed. Exactly. Um, But I feel like, even then, Vegeta still was in. Like, he was like, we made a mistake. But, like, he still does his his best to, like, outmaneuver for you. No, Vegeta is, like, frozen for, like, almost, what, 90% of the fight? Yep. Like, he's just like, we can't, we can't defeat it. And I love this line that Paragus says to Vegeta uh, when he talks about, like, witness, not all of us can witness a, a, a massacre like this in front of our eyes. It's, it's just Massacres like, like this are uh, incre- incredibly rare, exactly. even by Saiyan eyes. Exactly. It's like, that. that's possibly the best piece of, of dialogue in a Dragon Ball Z movie yet. Um, and, like, that, I think, to me, merits this movie because it, that, if Broly's own freakish, like, um, design didn't help. Uh, it's Vegeta crumpling that sells you on it. Yeah, more than anything, Vegeta's expressions in this in uh, in this whole scenario pretty much just gives you the idea that Broly is nothing to fuck with. Right. This is this is a guy who had his arm. I mean, like at least for us, we would have seen his arm being broken by the androids. See, motherfucker still gets up after sulking for like five episodes. Um, you know, takes on his, the, the thing that killed his planet, doesn't back down, nah, he's like, no, we're done, and he's literally just, small, he's just like, we're done, we, we can't win, what are you doing, it's hopeless, I'm, it's, it's, uh, this is the closest we'll get to, like, a, 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 a Doomsday versus Superman scenario, um, obviously nobody dies, but just that level of pure raw power versus pure raw power. Kind of fitting that uh, Goku is the Superman of Dragon Ball that fighting against Doomsday. Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, so uh, but uh, let's let's talk about like the rest of the fight. I most of it was just Broly just beating the ever living shit out of Trunks, Gohan, and, yeah. and Goku. Yeah, and I I do get it. Like they're supposed to pretty much just sell you on Broly is one of the strongest opponents that they've ever fought at this point. Right. But they take their cake and eat it in this instance. Like, the longer runtime kind of works against it. Uh, This fight goes on for a good half hour. Yeah. And most of it is just Broly wailing on them. Yeah. And it it gets kind of boring after a while. A little bit. Like, uh, uh, I think that middle part, like, the initial part is great early on. And I think the part when it's just Goku and Broly, where where Broly is literally punching him through mountains, that part is good. But yeah. that middle part, you know, I think that was a little too... Alright, alright, we get it. Okay. And then, you know, you cutting back. Like, there's that little bit of a spark when Vegeta finally gets up um, and, like, does something. And then he gets his ass handed to him because, of course, he will. Right before Piccolo gives him a pep talk while also pulling his hair. Yeah. Also, Piccolo's Piccolo's here, here just, like... I love it. It's it's like he can never never not be in these movies. Like it's in my contract. I have to be here. Um 
And his, my role is to enter dramatically and save Gohan. Yeah, ex- exactly. And he does it cool. He's standing on the pole. His cape's flowing. It's pretty badass. But I kept thinking... He's Batman. I kept thinking one of these things is not like the other. I just was like, Piccolo, get out of there. You're, if they don't have a chance, you don't have a chance, buddy. I'm sorry. You're great, but you're nowhere near as strong as, as these guys. Um, he brings them sensu beans at the very least, yeah. which... You would think Dude. it would give him a big old Zenkai boost after getting the shit kicked out of him. No. But no, it's still not enough. They probably did. It's just, it doesn't compare. It's like a drop in the well to like to fight against like something like Broly. What's crazy though is Piccolo's just there as the pure plot device. He's like those, the he's the shield ships in Age of Ultron where like, oh, here's these conveniently, I'm conveniently here bringing reinforcements and I brought a spaceship to take the refugees home. I'm Piccolo. You know, it's just like, you had to, they had to write that in somehow, so... Um, it would make, it does kind of make sense that Piccolo would be aware, because he's on Kami's lookout, and I'm like, okay, something's going on, I need to go check it out. He hears everything. Yeah, literally. He even hears when you masturbate, and he is ashamed. Is that a Dragon Ball Z abridged joke? No, that's just me. Okay, that feels like a Dragon Ball Z abridged joke, which is, that's, that's high praise, by the way. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, let's, let's talk about the relationship, oh, you want, I forgot. How grim of a way for Paragus to die. Oh, yeah. Uh, near the end of uh, the of the climax, Paragus is all like, well, this plant's done for. I'm just going to fucking ditch my son and get out of here. Well, that was his whole plan, is that, like, like he was... Obviously, he wanted revenge against Vegeta and everything, but, like, he knew deep down, like, I can't control this boy anymore. So, like, his plan was to basically use the comet as a both... As a two birds and one stone to kill both Vegeta... And hopefully his son, the man too angry to die, and and like and Broly finds out, it's like, where you going, Dad? And it's like, oh, I'm just prepping the rocket ship, son. We're all good. And then like you don't see blood, but he proceeds to like squish the ship that he's in and like stretches it out. I'm like, oh, that's gotta be the most violent death I have ever seen in a Dragon Ball movie. Yeah, it's pretty gruesome. Like, he even throws that motherfucker right into the comet, which yeah. if, that, if the crushing didn't do him, then that oh, definitely did. Yeah, if he's alive somehow, just like, you know, and not like passed out from the pain, he's dead. But like, Jesus Christ. Like, what a way. And even says like, what a way to die. Uh, you know, killed by your, kill, crushed to death by your own son after you saved his, uh, after he saved your life. Um, you know, like, Jesus Christ. Um, I, th- I actually kind of felt sympathetic for Paragus a little bit because, like, I think they do a good job establishing why, like, you would, you could believe what he was doing and even, and like, he just, he was, he literally had a leash on a uncontrollable wild dog and that leash was only going to hold for so long. Yeah, it is kind of tragic that, uh. Paragus had this son who was pretty much just an uncontrollable monster. And he was trying his damnedest to control him for the sake of the universe. And when it came down to the fact that he can't control him anymore, he may as well just be like, yeah, I should probably just put him down. Just give him the old yeller treatment, except on a planetary scale. Yeah, it's... Woof, woof, man. Um, But I will agree with you, and I think the only flaw of this movie it, it, it's kind of also weird a little bit in the beginning they still try to inflect some uh humor into it um where like krillin and um and uh oolong like haphazardly join the fight um 
and then like Masroshi, who's I guess he's just been drunk this entire time. Um, uh, yeah, he's been drunk, hungover, and just put through the ringer by traveling halfway through the galaxy. Yeah, he, he and to quote Dragon Ball Z, abridged: "Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Liquor before intergalactic travel, feel your insides unravel." <laughs> That's great. Um, he actually gets roided out. I actually thought he was going to throw hands. I'm like, oh no, and it was all that would have been great. Yeah. Because his muscle form is on par with Broly's muscle mass. Yeah, um, but no, he's just, it was just a joke, because that's all Roshi is in Dragon Ball Z, he's just a joke character. He's the old, he's the, he's the, uh, Ochi-sama. Um, that's all he is, unfortunately. Uh. Damn shame. Yeah, Krillin, of course, like, god, I kind of wanted to see Krillin kick, get kicked by Broly once, but that probably, that one kick probably was Oh yeah, him. we forgot to mention, Krillin doesn't get his ass kicked in this movie. No! In fact, he does the ass kicking in this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly, it was great. In fact, it's possibly the only time Krillin knocks Goku on his ass when he accidentally punches Goku, sucker punches Goku, it's great. Yeah, that's, that's a great subversion of the trope that they establish in these movies. I do love that moment. Yeah, also, I don't want to see Krillin get hurt by Broly, that would have been just too much. That poor man couldn't handle that. Um, that's probably why they didn't do it. Like, realistically, Krillin's not, not surviving. Um, so, uh, anything else I'm missing, buddy? Uh, we pretty much hit the nail on the head for most of the subject, but can we talk about how absurd it is that, uh, Broly's motivation for this is because he, he was made to cry as an infant. Listen, uh, like, how's he even remember that? Well, he has a well. Saiyan babies must have well, except well. I mean, Goku probably would have had it, but Sa- I'm assuming it's because Saiyan babies just have better retention as a as a child as an infant than we human Maybe. babies do. Um, listen, man, when when something annoys you a lot, you don't forget that shit. <laughs> I I I, 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 I like I understand that. Um, also, getting stabbed didn't didn't help either. Um, that probably was had a lot to do with it too. Um, but I, also, it, go, it begs the question: Why doesn't Broly have a vendetta against Vegeta? He nearly had him killed. I think it's because Vegeta he I, um, uh, he he probably doesn't remember that. I think it's more the fact that it was Goku Kakarot rather that's like right next to him, and he recognized. I'm just that. thinking. Um, uh, after 30 years of Paragus raising Broly, he would probably just instill the hatred of Vegeta and, like, let him in on his plan. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking that it would make the most logical sense for him to have a grudge against Vegeta rather than just Goku. Uh, I You could be right, but I think Broly's uh, just a uh, pure hate for Goku is just that much greater. Like, he just hates... He just hates that little shit so much. Um... As for as for Broly himself, again, Vic Banyana is a piece of shit, and I will always say he's a piece of shit. But yes, um, I will say here, like in terms of like being like the like the last two, like Cooler uh, and like even Cell, they kind of have a cool diminutive, like mm, I'm 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 badass and I know it. No, uh, his performance as Broly, I thought is like no, this fuck is a serial killer. This guy's crazy. Yeah, Broly is, for all intents and purposes, completely insane. And uh, at the very least, he does a good job of portraying the uh, raw insanity that this character provides. Yeah, I've I always liked that when go when when Broly, because it's to me it's not just the fact that he's fucking like ten feet tall or like the, the super saiyan. It's the fact that he has no pupils. The fact that that little design touch makes him not appear humanoid 
makes him terrifying to me. Yeah, it's pretty much the closest you can get to a human-sized great ape. Yeah, exactly. And that's... Jesus. Uh, there are several spots in the fight where like, he just appears out of the walls out of nowhere. I'm like, oh my god, he's like a fucking serial killer. You know? Um, like He's the Kool-Aid man. Oh no! <laughs> exactly. I think you can mod the Kool-Aid man over Broly in, in Fighters, probably. Um, but, like, I one of my favorite spots with Broly, and this is, again, more establishing of the fact that how like this guy don't fuck around... Is by the way, there's a slave plotline that they start, and then they don't really pick up after they they do it, uh, which is why I didn't really talk about it because it doesn't really matter to the plot. It's just you know, hey, the the uh, Vegeta Vasans are tyrants. What are you? Are we surprised? Um, uh, where uh, Broly throws the energy beam at the at the refugees, and it spins away. It's like, oh, you missed your planet. Phew. Goes back backwards and then destroys their planet. I'm like, god damn. Wow, what a fucker. It was just like, that was like, oh my god. Um, I I understand your complaints with the, with, and I even agree with them, the fact that the fight drags on a little bit too far. Too far. I started to nod off a bit just because i just woken up that, lo- that long before. Um, but like, overall, I thought it was really good. And I do like that the final battle kind of hinged on, you know, it was the typical, give me your energy bullshit, but I love the fact that it was all... Goku just kept getting his ass beat because Vegeta's like, no, you're below me. I will, you know, like oh, his, my pride, his own, my pr- but my pride, you know, he's like that, that, but my pride, you know, all that shit. Um, until finally he's like, all right, fuck it, do it. And that little bit of extra energy from Vegeta was enough to topple Broly. Yeah, it is a cool moment when uh, Goku does block Broly's final punch and he powers up uh, against the wall. That's a really neat shot. Oh, right there. it's it's great. Oh, I forgot. Man, as you mentioned it, um, when Broly gets his hands on Vegeta and he fucking smushes him into that building, and he just makes that big ass crater. That's an image that will never leave my head. Um, and like, yeah, that's that's a really good cool image right like, there. Holy shit! And it only took one shot to take Vegeta down. Yeah, exactly. If that says anything. Holy shit, man. Um, but uh. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this one. Um, it was really nice to go back. Um, I think there was a lot of Dragon Ball in here, like a lot of the old school stuff. But once it got to the Broly stuff, I still had fun just because of how enthralling visually and how scary Broly is. Oh yeah, this is definitely one of the more grandiose movies. And it also helps that it does have a longer runtime and a bigger budget. Yeah, you, you could definitely tell that. And I, I thought the long when I and I know you mentioned it before, like the previous night one before I watched this, that the longer runtime was like, okay, and it it felt like it was more towards like establishing Paragus, establishing their relationship with Broly, giving context to that, which I think gives context to, you know, what Broly does at the end and gives greater meaning to the fight. And of course that means they also had time to extend the fight scene out by a lot. But uh I'm trying to think of anything else. Um but I can't think of anything else I wanna I wanna talk about. Um it was cool seeing all the Super Saiyans fight. Um you know, even Trunks, even though like he's still in his he's still in his uh beefed up Super Saiyan two form. Um that's not correct. Which we established in the Cell fight, it doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Like, Cell, uh, uh, Trunks, what are you doing? Uh, and that must be a wor- even worse idea against somebody like Cell. Which, by the way, is this movie canon? Um, 
No, right? It can't be. Um, yes and no, depending on how you look at it. Uh, pre-Super, probably. Uh, it does take place with, between the ten days of, um, them getting ready for the Cell game. So so it would make sense. Theoretically, in between the ten days, they went to New Namek, fought Metal Cooler, got their asses handed to them, came back, fought Super Android 13. Actually, we don't know when Android 13 takes place. Um, do we? It's a different dimension. Yeah. We established this. In, 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 in Android 13? Yeah. Okay, okay. So then in, uh, and then, and so in the span of 10 days, they went to Planet Vegeta, Planet Namek, fought Metal Cooler, and then came back, and they're like, oh shit, we got a new threat. And it went to New Vegeta and fought this fucking chaotic motherfucker. I love that idea. Meanwhile, Stan- Cell is just standing in his ring being like, oh, where's everybody going? Oh, whatever. Anybody I'll else? just keep standing here and being perfect. Broly powers up. Anybody else feel that? <laughs> um, no. Nah. Eh, it's probably nothing. Yeah, exactly. God, that would have been a great fight to see Perfect Cell versus uh, uh, Broly at his peak. That would have been great. Perfect Cell would have kicked the shit out of Broly, let's be real. True, probably, yeah. Um, all right, I think it's time to get our ratings board. Uh, let's go to it. Tyler, how many Dragon Balls out of five do you give Broly, the legendary Super Saiyan? Um, my feelings of confliction for this movie aside, I did give this a bit of thought. Uh, I'm going to give this a final rating of a three and a half out of five. Uh, the first half is great. It establishes, uh... All the characters, uh, all everything you need to know about what's going to go down in the climax. And it's also one of the funnier Dragon Ball movies that we've seen in a while. Definitely old school Dragon Ball in that feeling. Um, when it gets to the second half, when the fight actually starts, it does drag out a bit, which kind of does harm its uh, overall rating overall. But the there are some shots of that uh, do stand out uh, and stick out in my mind and are really cool looking. And Broly as a design and as a concept of the legendary Super Saiyan is interesting. Character-wise, though, he's a bit flat. Honestly, I'd say Paragus is much more interesting in comparison. Uh, Overall, I think this is um, one of the better Dragon Ball movies that we've seen, although not the best in my opinion. And you can go ahead and fight me on that opinion. I will stand on this hill for the rest of my life. I'm going to give this a 4 out of 5. It was a nice trip down memory lane. I agree with you. That the fight kind of drags. It was like watching Space Godzilla a little bit. But uh, I think the highs of the fight uh, over-equipped the lows of the fight, honestly. And I love the build. I do agree with you that Paragus is a more sympathetic, better villain. But I think that's it works. It's a symbiotic relationship. One wouldn't work without the other. um, At least in my opinion. Um, and God, what a terrifying menace Broly is. Like, no, I don't think Dragon Ball had seen anything like that prior to this, to this release. And even since then, but even Super Broly is a different, a different beast. Like, there's just something, like, like, even Gohan says, like, he's pure evil. Like, like, they fought villains and freezes. Yeah, they're evil. This guy was, is literally like, he's like formed in like the pits of hell somewhere. Um, very, very, very well entertaining movie. I need to watch the Dragon Ball Z abridged version of it because I want to see how funny it is. Um, it's really good. I think all of them are good. I think that goes is outstanding. All right, guys. Well, uh, Tyler, um, can you tell everybody to grab their tissues uh, because next week we're going to probably all cry like grown ass man babies. 
Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, next week, we're going to go back in time. Or is it forward in time? I don't know. Time travel's fucking weird. Next time, we are going to look at History of Trunks, the tragic backstory of future Trunks and what went down in his apocalyptic future. Oh, boy. Get ready. It's, it's, it's time for the most, possibly the most emotional Dragon Ball movie ever. Um, I think, uh, I haven't seen, no doubt. I haven't seen the other one, like some of these other ones, like Fusion Reborn or, uh, the last one before the hiatus happened, but it's, I remember this one. All right, guys, join us for the climatic, uh, fight with, with Trunks, uh, as he fights against androids by himself. Uh, we'll see y'all next time. Tyler, please plug your stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at hey, it's that Ty. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, Home of Tire Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. Also, add me on Master Duel, because I'm still playing that game as of now. And you can find me at twitter.com slash Marvelous Iggy. Uh, I will put uh, hentai, I will put uh, weird fan art on your on your homepage, so just, just be aware of that. Uh, is it Broly fan art? No, uh, not yet. Well, there's one of Amelia Watson as Broly. I'll link you that one, um, so you. Can... Oh God, she's even scarier than Broly yeah, is. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'll link you that. Um, uh, and of course, I stream live at Twitch.tv. Says Iggy two eight one four, where I stream four times a week, uh, and soon it'll be five times because Thursdays I'll be doing a Metri Dread race with uh, our buddy Justin, aka Zero Score. Uh, so for that, all live, except for those Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, the, th- the Thursday one will probably be at 7. And um, also, uh, go to Charger.com for this series, as well as our flagship show, the Charger Games Cast, uh, and um, of course the wrestling watch songs I do with Thomas. Those are always a fun time to do. A lot of stuff that we do at the Charger.com Charge that I'm, I'm very proud of. Uh, thank you all for listening, everybody. We'll see you all next week for the History of Trunks. Until next time, guys. I can't do a Broly yell. I can't. My throat hurts. My power is maximum. Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.